people my age or a bit younger, they get waves because they have to get waves. They're not allowed to do anything more than that. Right. Or they've been told that they can't do this because of da da da. So it's never, it's always a second choice or a last resort. It's never really because they want it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting that you say that they don't care because remember, some people have said to you on TikTok that they like, so what I'm surprised by is that there's still people that are young that still believe that locks affects you from getting a, like a particular job. Like what? What have, yeah. you, what have you seen on... Because it, it does, it does, 100%. But like, it's more... Because yeah, I would say it definitely would make it harder for you to get, to become successful in the corporate ladder because it's just another obstacle and another thing for them to judge you by. But I think it's just kind of being in it to kind of reinvent the way they see you. Because obviously if you cut your hair, then you're going to be seen as that honorary white, that honorary white black man that is able to speak the same language as them. And I don't mean languages in like their native tongue, but like languages in like their thought processes, their conventional behavior, <clears throat> and just the way they the way they move entirely. So yeah, that's what I'd say about what, that. What gives you the confidence, like knowing that, what still gives you the confidence to step into the corporate world with your locks, knowing that it could potentially affect uh, you getting a job yeah. or um, keeping a job. To be honest, I'll be real, like, I'm a Christian, so I don't believe that God would allow me to fail because of a hairstyle. Like, it doesn't really make sense, but I also have a lot of confidence in the way that I move. Um, and also, rising up the corporate ladder isn't necessarily to do with your it's more to do with your network rather than how good you are at the job. That's something I realised shortly after being in it. Yeah. Like you can be the hardest worker, but if you don't know people that will be able to help you get there, then you're not going to get there. Yeah. So I believe that for, for a lot of favour and networking that you'll be able to get to the top regardless. I like, I like the fact that you're confident in yourself. Like, you're like regardless of the way my hair is, yeah. I'm still going to do my thing. Um, but not everybody has that mindset. So some people yeah. genuinely believe that I love locks, but I won't be able to get a job. I was told yeah. the same when I got tattoos. Like yeah. I was told that you know, you know, you're not going to be able to get certain jobs. You've got to hide your tattoo when you go for interviews. Mm. You know, but it is changing. But um, yeah, again, going to the hyper visibility, hyper visibility thing, um, I see a lot of white people with tattoos like a lot more and the tattoos are becoming so much it's becoming a normality now and but i've seen it a lot more in like white girls as opposed right. to white men i feel like white men a lot of the time they also suppress themselves in terms of the corporate ladder corporate environment as well um is that what you see in the work like the, that's what know, i've like seen quite a lot yeah right. i feel like it's a lot more free um when a girl does it I think, I'm not sure, what, what's, your, um, um, what's your take on that? I find that interesting. Would you say women are more expressive or? Yeah, I feel like they've been given more leeway to be more expressive. Right, right. In the workplace. Okay, that's not something that I've noticed, but I do, I do find that interesting. Because have you not seen a lot more girls with tattoos on show compared to in guys? My, in my world, I see like, I feel like everybody's got tattoos. I, I, mm. I, it's been a long time I've come across someone who's 
that believes firmly in that I can't get into um, I can't get to, into a certain place in life because of my tattoos. Unless you're like a actor or something. Yeah. But even that now they have like makeup for to cover your tattoos. Oh, so yeah, they do. They do. I feel like anyone can get tattoos. If people, I can't believe people still like suppress themselves and stop themselves like from expressing like who they are because of like their job. Yeah. You know, or their line of work. So I think that's that's that's. Yeah, I'm quite shocked that yeah. people still have that mentality. Is that old school mentality? Is has things have things changed? No one cares anymore. I think since George Floyd and stuff, people are being a lot more progressive. Well, they're being forced to be more progressive or seemingly progressive. Uh, so a lot of like performative acts that they're doing now, like the Black Engagement programs, Black Engagement networks, a lot using a lot of positive discrimination to try and get people in and try and help their numbers and statistics rise so they can yeah. market it. Obviously, it's for profit, but I mean, it does benefit us to some extent. Yeah. Um, it's definitely progress, but I don't know what to, to what extent. So do you feel like now we're in a time where you can bring your identity to the workplace? <clears throat> like, Depends. I think it depends what industry you're in, to be right. honest. Um, I think it's very strict in terms of if you're trying to do investment banking or finance, I don't think there's any leeway. Right. I don't think there's much leeway with, with that sort of thing. Or if you want to do it, you need to cover it up. What um, industry do you work in? Um, so I was in oil and gas, and now I'm in um, sports. Okay. Yeah, so... What's your role? Uh, project management. Okay. Have you had any experiences like, in the workplace where people have like, treated you differently because of your loss? Um, I, I can't say... I can't, I, I can't really answer it because I'm not sure. I, don't, I wouldn't think so. But at the same time, it's just kind of how you, because I don't want to be like, yeah, you, you've made me feel this way. Or you've, um, I can see you're evidently treating this person different because you might know that person more. So I don't really like to make assumptions. Right. Um, <clears throat> but I guess I'm, I'm just starting out, so. We're gonna have to wait and see. See, see how it goes. Yeah, I've only been in it, like, graduated a couple of years ago, so. That's true, that's yeah. true. Literally just started, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully yeah. not, you know, it's just you don't, you don't run into problems with the locks. All right, guys, wait, 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 hold up. So we looked at the analytics and apparently 25% of you who watch this podcast are not subscribed. Now, that doesn't make sense because if you're watching this podcast, then you clearly like it and you clearly want more. So the best way to get more is to subscribe. And guess what? They even do another thing, subscribe. Hit that little bell button and put the notifications on. So when we post this exquisite content, right, you'll get it directly in your notifications. So subscribe right now. Thank you. How would you say, would you say like um, hip hop culture had like, any type of influence on um, the like you growing lots or even like people around you or from like trends that you see uh, just the, fa the faces you see on TikTok you see a lot of young people growing lots now yeah <clears throat> I would definitely say like as we were talking about before Jay-Z since Jay-Z started his lock journey a lot more people have been doing it Lil Wayne from before obviously loads of people were doing that from then but I'd say from my time, I actually did, you know, the SoundCloud rapper era? So yeah. like Carti, Uzi. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the time I, I used to see that and I was just like, yeah, I like, I like this, this hairstyle. Do you know what, you're but, right, because I feel like there was 
well, still ongoing now, but there was a point where a lot of the top influential rappers had locks. Yeah. So Future, um, Young Fug, Young Fug, Lil Baby, Gunner. I, I feel like they all do. Like a lot of the, 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 the good artists have locks in their hair. Yeah. And in a way, I'll, I'll be honest, that definitely inspired me back in 2016, 17 mm. to grow my hair out. I'll be honest, yeah, it did. Why'd you cut it then? You know what, that's a very good question, you know. <laughs> Why did I cut my hair? The maintenance. Ah. Uh, yeah. It is, it is um, it's a commitment. It is. It's dedication. I, I feel like I'm not ready for that yet, but I do like, see myself like, in my 40s with locks, most definitely. Okay. Like, I'm definitely going to do a, do, a, do a Jay-Z, not locks like his. I was going to say, yeah, try to make it a bit more <laughs> organised. Jay-Z, like, no offence, but, <laughs> yeah. The style of locks, yeah. not really a fan of, but, yeah, I'm, I definitely want to have locks in my 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, same. I don't think I'm going to cut my cut hair again. Head. Ever? Nah, don't think so. I like that. I don't think so. No waves. Nah, never again. Never going back. To <laughs> never again? Never again. <laughs> I see you on TikTok, like, literally just, just firing back at the wave community. How did that start? Like, how, literally start from the beginning, like, how did this waves versus locks uh, war start? The thing is, it was never, it was never hate, hatred. Like, at the end of the okay. day, we're all black men yeah. coming together to just, yeah, it's just a joke. But I love that as well. I love the fact that it's like, it's just a healthy joke. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's not serious. Couple of but it looks, yeah. it looks like the Mate. back and forth on TikTok between the Wave community and, so just to be clear, Waves is in like the waves that literally grow in, um, in, in our hair. Uh, the, the Wave community um, were going at the, um, the lock community, so men that grow locks. And it was just going back and forth. So, yeah. like, how literally, how did it start? Did people start atting you because you had locks, or um, did you just join in in the conversation? So, uh, my FYP is very. Since I started growing my hair, my FYP has been very like American and Canadian. And um, I was even in New York a couple months ago, and just seeing the differences, like in black men, like everyone had hair. Right. Like it was very normal. There, yeah, I didn't see many people with waves or with hair less than an afro, like a big afro. Um, people even in suits, literally like me, it was very normal to have locks. Like, I'll come down in the, in, in the underground, I don't see anyone with locks wow. going to... Nah, I definitely don't. So America is completely different. So I forgot your question. What was your question? Um, yeah, how did the, the, the lock versus waves yeah. uh, discussion even start? Like, how did it start on, on TikTok? Yeah, um, I think I was just I was just tired of seeing waves on, on my. Oh, so <laughs> you did you start it? Huh? Did you start I don't, the discussion? I don't want to say I did, but maybe, maybe I don't yeah. know. But I, I was just tired of seeing waves just around. Like I didn't see it often, but when I did, I was just like, just grow your hair, man. Like, Wait, but why? What, what, what is it about waves that like that triggers you? <sighs> the thing is, I don't I don't want to sound controversial, but a lot of the time people my age or a bit younger, they get waves because they have to get waves. They're not allowed to do anything more than that. Right. Or they've been told that they can't do this because of da-da-da. So it's never, it's always a second choice or a last resort. It's never really 
because they won it. <laughs> <laughs> and loads of parents didn't even let them have waves. There were a lot of the time, they were just like, you just need to cut your hair, no patterns, nothing. And I promise you, that's very, that's also very, that's an extreme really? thing, but. That's very extreme, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think I just got tired of seeing it and I just wanted us to be, I want us to be more like progressive, like the Americans, even right. though they're not really as progressive. But and what's in terms the, of hair. What's the response that you get to that by encouraging people to, like, it's not only waves you need to do, bro. Like, you can, yeah. like, t take on the idea of, like, growing your hair or locking your hair or... i say 90% positive. Like, a lot of people have really, like, told me that they've been... They've, like, I'll get... Most of my Instagram DMs are from men. Right. Or guys just saying, yeah, I'm growing my hair. Or asking me questions about how to maintain or to grow. Like, I've, I've got a Discord for that specific thing. So where it's just a community where we can just help each other. But a lot of people I love that. have just started to grow their hair a lot more. Like even going to work, sometimes people will be like, yeah, yo, like I'm growing my hair, appreciate it type of stuff. And I love I that. Like, that's, that's sick. No, I love that's that. That's really sick. But, well, um, you know what? I wish I had someone like that, just <laughs> communications out there like, yo, grow your hair, grow your hair. Yeah, I think that would have yeah. definitely given me the confidence to want to. Mm. If, if I could see other people like, yo, let's all grow our hair. I definitely would have jumped on the, on the yeah. bandwagon from a young age. I, think I, didn't have, I didn't have that around me. Yeah. I feel like everybody was, like my generation, because how old are you? 22. You're 22, I'm 31. And I feel like the people around me um, always loved the idea of having locks, but <clears throat> were always fearful of what family members, the workplace, yeah. you know, and people would think. Yeah, Gen Z is different, I'm not going to lie. We've just kind of stopped caring and they just kind of do what they want. I'm saying they like I'm not a part of it. Yeah. But we, we, we do what we want Why is within that reason. Where do you get um, the confidence from that? So just... I think it's social media influence, personally. I think social media influence has made everything so much more accessible. We've fed so much information every day to the point where we don't even realise, but we're kind of even being socially conditioned to think certain things or be a certain way. So I don't think it's a negative thing. So you would say the it's positive a... impact to all that, the social media consumption, the way we watch fast videos has now led to a generation where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna express myself, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what the costs are or whatever price it is I have to pay for expressing myself. Yeah, because think about it, with community, if you don't have social media and you're not seeing many people around you that are like you or doing this, the kind of stuff that you're on, you're gonna just be thinking you're in, you're all on this, all in this alone. So when you have, when you're seeing on social media, there are loads of people kind of doing the same thing that you're doing or wanting to be a certain way. That's why you have so many like sub genres of whatever now, people that listen to some sort of music that not many people are really on. Yeah. They're seeing it now and they're even more now you start to form these subgroups of people. It's like, these are the people I can relate with. Uh, these are the whatever. And I think it's just built like a community. And as they're like a, it's a serious community in here now, more than ever. So basically what I'm getting from that is like niche, small niche communities can be confident yeah. in just being themselves. Like, because you, it's, like you said, you know, things are more accessible now. So it's easier to access like-minded people like yourself. Yeah. So I understand that's, 
That makes sense. What a time to be alive. Yeah, it's really cool. Because deep it, um, I'm, in I'm in hair group communities of like, what, nearly 2,000 people. Mm. But I'm not going to meet 2,000 people on a regular basis that's on the same sort of thing that I'm on. True. So you're seeing all that online. So it's a lot easier to, yeah, it's cool. What tends to, like, um, gets, like, discussed within, like, these communities? Do you literally just share, like, your journey with each other when it comes to, like, your hair growth? And, um, like, well, yeah, what, like, what's discussed? In, so, yeah, in there's the hair growth journeys, there's progression channels, there's resource channels, so you can actually learn. There's, like, YouTube links for you to learn more about what you want to, how you want to grow your hair, because you know, our hair's very versatile. Can do anything with it essentially. Um, so it's just, it's just things like that where you can learn, share your growth, share your experiences, and then other people will be able to motivate you to do the same thing. I love that. I, re I really wish I had that, like growing up in my early 20s, because I remember um, when I finished university and I was eager to understand what my hair needs. And when I say my hair, I'm saying like black people's hair. A lot of the times I'll go to places like Boots, you know, mm. or Wilco for the, whatever it is you need, body lotion. Those, those were the days I was using E45 <sighs> years ago. And um, I would notice that, the, like, where's the products that are calling me? And I, can't, I couldn't find it. So yeah. I literally would go on YouTube and I would, like, research. And, and the thing is, I see you doing that same thing taking on that journey of, like, I see you, like, testing um, products, putting things together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember doing that in 2016, and, like, I was just going on YouTube, and it was only Americans that made content that, where, like, they're literally teaching you what your black hair needs, you know, the, the stuff that you need to put in it, like, you know, the importance of putting, like, jojoba oil in your hair, yeah. in your hair, which we have in our products, like, um, grapeseed oil, you know, vitamin E, like these are all the things that go in like um, Good Man Beardo. Yeah. So, but that was all learnt from YouTube. That was all learnt from the Americans that were making content. Yeah. So to now have like groups with 2,000 people sharing her hair journeys and stuff like, that's amazing. Oh, like, yeah, uh, there was nothing like that back in uh, 2015 when I was on the internet you know, trying to find out what I should put in my hair. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, that now things are more accessible. I think that's a blessing, honestly. Yeah, yeah well, hopefully we can just keep moving. But mm. even what you said about, like, Americans being more progressive in that sense, the UK isn't necessarily like that. And I think that that's because America has been forced to find something out of the struggle yeah. And in doing so, they've been able to express themselves more because that's the only option that they have. Yeah. Because their culture was literally stripped away from them. So it's kind of getting UK to that sort of playing field. Where would, you we say, can... would you say it's getting there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Obviously, like, Diggity, um, what other UK artists are there? Like, Nux. I'm yeah. seeing a lot of the UK artists that I see nowadays that are black, Russ. Like, a lot of them have a lot more hair. Yeah, that's so true. And I, I actually didn't notice that. That's yeah. so true. And so many youngers that I see now, they've all got hair. All got so much hair. And it's, it's really cool to see. I literally it's see really it cool with, see. like, um, my nephew's generation. He's uh, just turned 16. And, <clears> like, <throat> I was in his area, like, in Essex. 
and the amount of young black boys that I saw with uh, hair, like literally like Digger D. Yeah. I was just like, wow, this is, I'm not used to this. Like, I'm not used to seeing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. when I was young, you know, it was either Cane Roll yeah, yeah, or yeah. Cornrows, I don't know. Like literally, yeah, the, the, the camera was like literally stopped behind your head over here. Mm. Or like a mini afro, or, you know, a big afro. And even that was, you were seen as, oh, like you're being rebellious. Yeah. That's not the way you should look as a black man, you know. But, you know, now I'm seeing guys grow their hair, you know, doing all types of styles. Like, yeah, I love it. I That's love it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, the progress is there. The yeah. progress is there. And if everyone Definitely. maintains those sorts of attitudes towards it, I mean, they're going to, they're going to be forced to accept it sooner or later. That's true. They're going to be forced to. Yeah, it's really I love cool. that. I love the stance of you have to accept it. Yeah, because there's ev everyone's doing it. Because it was very normal back in the day for, for you guys. Obviously, not. I'm not saying that you like <laughs> that, but <laughs> but for you guys to just cut your hair and just kind of shut up about it. You don't yeah. really rebel like that. You just be like, okay, this is how it is. But now that's. I mean, yeah, you've, you've given us a, a playing field for us to actually do something and manoeuvre in a lot no, more. No, that's now, good. So. Uh, I actually love that. 